Welcome, everybody. I'm Richard Krauss. I hope you're staying healthy, happy, and safe. Today, I'll introduce you to Nicholas Snyder, a Brussels-based filmmaker and astrologist. Nicholas says his aim is to use film as a language to convey the inexplicable. To that end, today we're going to talk about his new documentary, The Astrology of Pandemics. It's a timely film that shows how valuable and useful astrology can be in the prediction of future pandemics and how we could use it as a tool to understand, well, what everyone's thinking about right now, the current pandemic. Nicholas Snyder joins me via Zoom from Brussels. I started by asking about how he became interested in astrology. I was lucky enough uh, to be working one night with uh, a soon-to-become friend. And she was uh, passionate of, of astrology. And uh, so we went out for a coffee one day and uh, she did my chart. And I was shocked of uh, what she knew about me, about my previous uh, family life. And it's something I don't talk usually uh, to people who don't know me. It was just a mind blown for, yeah. for me. I mean, and uh, so... Um, I, I started uh, uh, researching it and talking to people, you know, and uh, I was already aware of astrology, like pop astrology about mm -hmm. sun sign and so on. Um, but things started to change uh, when I uh, dig deeper and find out about uh, the planets, uh, about the angles that they make, um, and also knowing that some astro astronomers back in the day, uh, for example, Kepler, uh, Galileo Galilei, were also astrologers. So that uh, made me think a bit, <laughs> yes. Yeah. So what you're talking about isn't necessarily the astrology that we read in the newspaper when we look up our sign, I'm a Gemini, and it would have some you know, today's going to be a good day for you to make it an, yeah. <laughs> an investment. That's not what you're talking about here. You're talking about something that is a little bit beyond this. Mm, exactly. Yes. It's a, it's a good point uh, to make the difference between uh, astrology nowadays and what, what you can actually, there are different levels of astrology. So uh, people may be interested in the, in pop astrology, like uh, the sun sign astrology and horoscopes. But then uh, there is a, a more serious uh, level uh, to it, uh, which considers all the planets, the angles, and so on. And uh, while there is some truth to sun signs, because it's part of, uh, of uh, the solar system, uh, it's uh, a bit scratching the surface of it, let's say. And for example, in your case, uh, Gemini, it's really targeted. <laughs> I mean, it's uh, like communication uh, and uh, very intellectual. Uh, so it's, it's perfect for you. <laughs> <laughs> well, I'll accept that. I'll accept that. Now, the, the film you say, and it, the, the film that you've made, and film in general, you say you want to use as a language in order to convey the inexplicable. So for a lot of people, the idea that what happens on Earth is actually influenced by what's going on in the solar system might seem inexplicable. How does your film explain that to us in a way that we'll understand it? Well, that's, uh, that's a very good question, actually, huh? because I had uh, some uh, difficulties, some challenges in, um, in uh, explaining in a in, um, simple way uh, because the film is targeted to uh, a large audience uh, 
who is interested in astrology already, who knows astrology already, but also to the beginner of astrology or the one who is a bit skeptic, uh, skeptical about it. So I, I tried to use a language and uh, the language of film actually helped me a lot because uh, while um, language uh, with words uh, um, for me personally represents a, a limitation. So the audiovisual component to it really helped a lot. Mm -hmm. So it's kind of the, the dream uh, language, let's say. So there is a... a I think it can resonate to people to see something, to hear and see visually a representation, for example, of the solar system, how the planets move, how they interact. So I tried to make it, uh, to use a simple language and also to, to aid to the comprehension, let's say. And how valuable will astrology be to the prediction of future pandemics? Because the, the premise of your film is that we should have known this was going to happen because whenever there has been a pandemic, there has been uh, an alignment of, of planets in the past. We should have known this was going to happen, uh, but we didn't. How important is this as a as a, a warning signal, an alarm, that we could be headed for another one of these? Well, actually, uh, pandemics are a really interesting uh, topic to discuss when it comes to um, um, what we can learn from it. Um, because pandemics are, are, um, are events that occur um, once every <laughs> 100 years or yeah. more or less. So it's uh, once in a generation, once uh, in our lifetime, let's say, mm -hmm. or even less. So we, it's the first time for many or most of us. Uh, so it's something shocking, uh, something that changes our life, uh, lives, our daily lives, uh, how we interact with other people. Um, so the thing is, when we have the information of uh, like studying previous pandemics, uh, through astrology, we see that there is a correlation and there is the evidence uh, that explains that it, it's, um, it's a cyclical uh, thing that occurs uh, in a cyclic fashion as, for mm. example, day and night. Also, our body uh, follows uh, a cycle. So I think uh, knowing that, uh, knowing how uh, the astrological component works, uh, um, uh, during pandemics, it can help not only predicting um, the time period of the of a future pandemic, but also to prepare uh, to help us prepare psychologically and emotionally. Uh, because during this pandemic, it was not only uh, unfortunately uh, the people who died because of uh, the virus, but also the uh, emotional and psychological impact that are destroying many lives, unfortunately. Uh, the self-isolation, uh, the uh, non-physical interaction with people, no hugs, uh, no kisses. So that's um, something that we, um, we are like forgetting in a way. So uh, by understanding the astro astrology, I think uh, it can give us uh, a further and deeper understanding of uh, what's lying uh, uh, below um, mm -hmm. the virus uh, and on an emotional level. 
uh, energetic level as well. You're listening to my interview with Nicholas Snyder, director of the astrology of pandemics. Pandemics happen hmm. when Pluto interacts with eclipses of Saturn and Jupiter. And are we headed for another one of those? Is there a way to predict? And, and is it science? I mean, does it happen on a, on a regular schedule? Okay, so there are two methods. Uh, one of uh, them is the one you mentioned. The other one was uh, something that uh, André Babot, who mm -hmm. was featured in the movie, the, his interview uh, who, that was filmed in uh, 2009, uh, um, he studied uh, planetary cycles and he, um, he wrote this, uh, he established this um, planetary cyclic index which is uh, the um, distances uh, between the uh, slow-moving planets. So, for example, from Jupiter to all the way to Pluto, all these planets, uh, if you add up the distances between each one of them and then you sum them, you create this index and then you can graph this uh, in, into a graph. And you see that the high peaks correspond with... Uh, best periods of uh, our society and then the lowest ones uh, result in uh, pandemics or war or times of tension and uh, back in 2011 he wrote an article saying that uh, uh, he warned us that uh, there was a possibility that a pandemic would hit in 2020-2021 so that's the his approach then the the other approach that is presented uh, in the film is uh, exactly what you said. Uh, when Pluto, which takes 248 years to do a full revolution around the uh, around the zodiac, so it's the slowest uh, moving planet, interacts with uh, the lunar eclipse. So the axis of the lunar eclipse, so the Earth in the middle, the Sun on one side, and the Moon on the other side, and then Pluto aligns to that uh, line or creates a 90 degree, so it's perpendicular to that line. And in astrology, these angles, zero degree and 90 degrees are bad aspects. Uh, so they can create, they can manifest in uh, bad energetic uh, results. And uh, when this happens, uh, uh, minor pandemics uh, have happened, for example, in the 20th century with uh, um, uh, H1N1, uh, chicken flu, and so on. Um, but when we add uh, Jupiter and Saturn to the equation, either by interacting with each other, so conjuncting, to uh, coming up together, or um, by aligning to the eclipse, we uh, have major pandemics, so resulting in uh, tens of uh, millions of, death, of deaths. Uh, so you can also make this difference. And this is based on, on the evidence of previous pandemics. Uh, and uh, when, uh, and then, so you can see that these uh, three planets and Barbeau also, the French astrologer talked about uh, the uh, conjunction between Saturn, Jupiter and Pluto in 2020. Um, so when you take these uh, three planets and then you, you read about the traits, characteristics of these three planets, it's exactly what we are experiencing during a pandemic. So for example, Saturn is isolation, limitation, uh, um, structure, 
and also um, uh, authority. We're seeing more of that, so mm -hmm. we are in self-isolation. It's also Saturn is the, uh, for example, back in school is the teacher, the serious teacher who, <laughs> you know, uh, who teaches you uh, in a really, really systematic way, but you learn from that. So it's also bad experiences, uh, losing somebody in life uh, and challenges. So it can, we can grow thanks to the, the, those challenges. So maybe in self-isolation, uh, that was an opportunity for us to grow. Uh, as individuals, but as, as well as uh, in the collective. Mm -hmm. And then uh, uh, Pluto is the, uh, the hidden that comes to the surface. Uh, and it's also the small that becomes the big. So it was discovered during uh, the creation of uh, the atomic bomb. So from the atoms, it can destroy an entire city as well. Viruses are small, bacteria as well. And then they create uh, large scale pandemics. So we can see how it's also the positive side of Pluto. So while we see the negative uh, through these uh, effects, we can also understand and also can represent hope this, that the positive side of Pluto, which is uh, transmutation and regeneration. It's the same thing that uh, a caterpillar goes through when uh, becoming a butterfly. So because of this pandemic, we have to take the opportunity and uh, take the, the leap <laughs> to uh, better ourselves uh, as a community uh, because it's uh, when we don't have things that we want the, them, uh, we want desire them. So I think after this pandemic, uh, we, we will uh, really change as a society and um, better relate to others because of our self-isolation, because of the Saturnian um, self-isolation. I hope that's true. I, I, at the very beginning of the pandemic, I, that was my wish that we would take this time for self-reflection and mm. to learn about mm. how important it is to have a connection with people when it's taken away from you, you, you miss it. You realize how important it is, but recent political events on this side of the world have made it uh, seem to me that people have become isolationist. Uh, and and are are forming into little camps uh, because of their isolation and and it's not broadening their minds it's actually narrowing it that's what it feels like to me I hope I'm wrong but that's what it feels like to me yes I, I see your point yeah <laughs> yeah I agree that uh, it's a time uh, especially in the United States so. yeah. Uh, because Pluto is, uh, since uh, the birth of the United States, which was uh, in 1776, Pluto is uh, completing its first uh, uh, cycle uh, since uh, the birth of the United States. Mm -hmm. So February 2022 will be the, the completion of this cycle. So we're, we're already uh, experiencing this type of plutonic, uh, plutonian energy, like uh, destruction for transformation. Mm -hmm. Let's hope that... Uh, we don't have any more negative uh, yeah. experiences uh, in that part of the world. But um, yes, I, I hope that we can take um, the, uh, the, the introspection part of this pandemic to better ourselves for mm -hmm. the future. So, and yeah. this is, yeah, sorry. No, I, I was just gonna say, so we, we can learn about this 
from your film and learn about pandemics. But in, in a more broad sense, what do you hope people take away from the movie? Are you hoping to inspire people to look at astrology as something beyond what we read in the newspaper and see how it can affect not only our individual lives, but the lives of, of everyone around us? Yes. Um, I think that um, I, I would like with the, the film to inspire people to uh, continue um, or um, trigger the, the curiosity to uh, uh, research it more mm -hmm. uh, and to see astrology as a very powerful tool, not as only in the collective, but also in the personal life as, um, for example, other disciplines uh, can be, for example, psychology, um, as a, a tool for personal growth, but also as a tool as a societal growth. Mm -hmm. um, the dream would be to see uh, a synergetic uh, work between uh, institutions, for example, public health institutions with our, uh, an astrological research institutions, let's say. Uh, so to to uh, to uh, synergistically help each other to uh, have uh, better and faster results. But yes, uh, as you mentioned, that to to make uh, the viewer also question uh, the connection they have with uh, other people on a energetical level, astrologically, and also to the universe, because. We are on this earth. We, uh, for example, do a weather forecast in order to prepare uh, for a storm and so on. But when it comes to space, uh, we don't have any forecast. Uh, so I believe uh, uh, there is a connection uh, of earth to the planets and to the stars. We just, the tool for now, I see astrology can help a lot for, in understanding that and the cycles of, uh, of uh, humanity here on, on the planet. Mm -hmm. That was Nicholas Snyder, director of the fascinating documentary, The Astrology of Pandemics. You can watch the film on Vimeo On Demand and Amazon Prime Video. Find it by searching the title, The Astrology of Pandemics. My thanks to Nicholas for joining us today, but of course, my biggest thanks, as always, goes to you for listening. I'm Richard Krause. Stay healthy, happy, and safe, and we'll talk again soon.